was gonna count her in like I was on TV. You but fully did I three start go. <laughs> also, it starts it. and then you go. Hey, oh. everyone. <laughs> okay, let's. Should we sing? Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Snacks is back. That hey. was crazy. Our snapping was off, but this episode we're just making a silly, weird, st yeah. silly, goofy. <laughs> okay. How the heck are you? I'm good. Oh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Did you like you just questioned it for a second? I was gonna say something, but I don't want you to ask questions, so I'm not going to. <laughs> You okay, just have don't question. ask questions. Okay. I am 29 years old, and this is the first time I ever have received flowers from a man. I'm not going to ask you any questions, but I will tell you. I'm so happy for you. I did get an edible arrangement once. Also, after only one day. <sighs> I'm so fucking likable. After one day. Clearly. I haven't had flowers. Clearly, it never went anywhere else after that. Yeah, I haven't had flowers bought for me in a really long time. Oh my god, my hair it put it all in my tea. Whoa! How are you? I was just gonna say, do you have anything you want to ask me? Jesus, I'm doing good. That's great. I'm feeling very inspired. Really? Why? Because I hung out with Casey Musgraves last oh night, god, and she too. just has that effect on me. It really is just like you're in in a room with your old pal. Yeah. Yeah. She's so cute. She's be relatable. Sounds great live. Mm -hmm. Looks great in a latex body. I was worried about how it was going to be in United Center, but it was good. What's crazy is that's such a huge venue, and she basically sold it out. I was looking. Yeah. There weren't empty seats. The only empty seats were because it is a circle, right. and so they don't sell those behind-the-stage seats. But she... Really packed it out. And I thought it was going to be lame because she's such a, like, this album's so you know, mellow. And, but I, it was and like, I loved how she was like, I made a fucking depressing album. Yeah. But it felt like I was in a small venue. So yeah. That it was, was very, cool. like, intimate, but not, you know. Yeah. And it, she's great. 10 out of 10. Yeah. So, um, tell me something good. Okay. I'm going to start with the good news because there's literally only one good one. Okay. Priyanka and Nick Jonas have announced that they have welcomed their first baby via surrogate. Oh, I'm so happy for that. And we all thought they were getting a big old D. But they came home with a big old B. Yeah. From someone else, which is so yeah. nice. So my follow-up question, since I'm allowed to have questions at this part of the show. Yeah. I told you. But at this part, I can ask questions now, yes. right? Okay. I mean, I don't have any answers. Though. Right. No one has any answers because we know nothing. Literally all they said was, yes, we're confirming. We have welcomed a child. Please give us our privacy. And you know what? Nick and Priyanka are annoying. They're probably not going to tell us anything or show Until us anything like three. for so long. But I'm curious. I'm curious what the baby looks like. Is it a boy? Is it a girl? Are they going to go with the traditional Indian name? Right. That's a, that is seriously. Those are good questions, Brie. I'm just, I just, I need to know. You are asking the hard question. Also, with the way that they look, both of them, as, like, individuals, their baby is either going to be fucking beautiful or horrid. <laughs> yeah, it really could go either Because way. Priyanka's face is striking. Yeah. Homegirl is chiseled in all the right places. Yeah. And I used to think that Nick was very attractive until very recently. When his personality and his, started showing through. No, his teeth gave me the ick. Oh my god, Brie. And now I just don't really see him the same. But I'm just curious if, like, two, you know, two really good-looking faces, sometimes it gets, it could get weird. So we'll yeah. see, but congratulations to the... You know, a happy couple and a healthy baby. Time will tell. Okay. Um, we'll go. We'll go with the next story as we're taking a dive into scary land. But it's short. I don't have that many details. Cutie Joe, boring oh ass God. Joe from The Bachelorette, Michelle season is being accused of sexual assault. 
And I just, I like can't even picture it. I can't picture it because, now stick with me here, folks. What I'm about to say is slightly controversial. I'm not condoning sexual harassment or assault, but hear me out. People who usually do that kind of thing have personalities. That's how they get you. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta like charm them, seduce them, dominate them in some way. Like, I mean, unless you're just like a snatch and grab kind of guy, like, oh, I'm just gonna like pick this bitch up and assault her. You know, like you have to schmooze a little bit to get to the yeah. place like this girl is comfortable. And now she's sitting in my room or like we're out on a date or like, you know, usually there's some sort of get the girl's guard down first. Right. And then the assault happens. Snatch and grab. Wow. That's how, how is Joe? I just don't understand how he could get in this category considering he has as much personality as a fucking caterpillar. Bree, have you met every caterpillar? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, like, I don't... So the story I read, it was from... Uh, someone put just, like, screenshots on TikTok. Because you texted me, actually, like, oh, my God, Joe is being accused of sexual assault. And I was like, who the fuck is Joe? And so I did some digging. And so far, the story I'm seeing is when he was in college in Minnesota, he was such a big deal because he's so hot and he was an athlete. So girls were just, like, flocking to the basketball house. Hi, sounds like me in college. I was always there. And so girls would, like, hang out and, like, you know, want to hang out and hook up with the basketball boys. But, like, very quickly, it just kind of spread around that Joe is, like, not fun after hours. Like, he's kind of forceful. And so girls just, like, started avoiding him. And so that's the tea. She she said this girl specifically said it did not happen to her. It happened to her friend. And so she wasn't going to go into details because she didn't know if her friend, like, wanted to be outed in that way. Because she, like, never told anybody or anything. So um, it is more than one girl saying this similar story. But also with it being so vague, it's, like, it's hard to know. Right. Because like, to me, there's a big difference between... I mean, not to me, by definition, to everyone. There's a big difference between sexual harassment and assault. Like, if you are hanging out at the basketball house, like, as I used to do all the time, there are boys who are going to be so in your face thinking, like, these girls come here trying to fuck an athlete. Which, like, I can't speak for all of them, but I was very much shooting my shot. I was trying to be in that category. I was like, maybe I'll hook one. (laughs) And so that's what they're doing, too. They're like, all right, these girls are down. They're here because they're down. And so they're pretty aggressive. Like, if they're chatting up with you, they're like, all right, do you want to go to my room? Like, do you want it? And I mean, obviously, I would, like, chicken out. No? My God, I'm just looking for a husband. (laughs) Like, I'm just imagining, literally, I would always be like, my friends can see me, though, so, like, no, I know. All right, now. But I do, they are pretty aggressive. Like, some of them don't have any qualms about like what's your name what are you a freshman there's there is no it's like do you want to fuck and if you say no they will walk away and go to the next girl which to me would be harassment like you're just asking or like if you say no they're like are you sure are you sure did you know that i'm an athlete like do you know that i'm on the team i play did you see me like kind of pushing it or like we're in the room and i'm saying no and he's like oh i'm just gonna get on top of you anyway yeah so i'm curious I mean, they're both I, bad. They're both bad. I hope it's harassment. But I'm hoping it's just like he was a cocky athlete and was like, what do you mean you don't want to fuck me? Versus, no, you're going to fuck me. And if you don't, I'm going to fuck you. You know, I'm, I'm really hoping it's not that one. That's crazy. I also I just, like, don't see it. I don't see it either. But we'll see. Time will. Yeah, I haven't seen anything about him responding or, like, acknowledging anything like I haven't seen him put out a statement of any kind so I'll definitely be on the lookout for that because I'm curious if this is just like so ludicrous to him that he's not even going to respond yeah or if it's like a I did have some moments but like this is that this is not what happened like an explanation so we'll see yeah and our third big finale here Jamie Lynn Spears two-part episode of Call Call Her Daddy dropped Bree. I listened and watched to all of it. 
Are you proud of me? I'm really I was like about to press play and I was like, well, Brie will give me the highlights. And I was like, no. Just watch it. Okay, wow. So now I don't have to tell you because you watched it. And so for the people who didn't listen, basically Spark Notes, Jamie Lynn really, really doesn't do herself any favors in part one at all. Part one actually makes everyone hate her more. So they actually yeah. had part two is split in two. They actually had to add a little third section. They were like, do you want to try to fix what the fuck you just did? Which I think she does in the very last chunk. She does kind of bring it in. But my big takeaways were like, I think that she's still just like too selfish and like wrapped up in her own. Yeah, but we don't, it's like so hard to know what is true. It's so hard. So, my I thoughts. I do feel bad for her at some part. I do sympathize with but her she because. she horrible in the first part. I thought she looked better in the second one. I think yeah. she was just wearing too much makeup. Her hair was too big. Yeah. And, like, her eyes were too dark. Her It was just not a good look. Yeah. I think she was going for, like, a smoky, serious face, and it just looked very dress-up to me. Yeah, it was too much. She's also probably not working with a very large budget, so I would assume she did her makeup herself. Yeah. Um, I think that I have a couple thoughts. One, she did grow up in that same toxic household with, like, Jamie Spears is not a good dad. He was an alcoholic and very verbally abusive and, like, kind of absentee. So, like, I do sympathize with her because then also the mom was, like, going through a thing and, like, on and off Xanax, like, trying to deal with all the things. And, like, you have this one daughter who is a superstar. And all the things are happening to Brittany. But you also have this other daughter who's, like, a little mini superstar and she's fucking pregnant and you don't want anybody to know. That household was fucking toxic and so I do sympathize she probably did go through some shit and she's probably also hurting herself like she has her own pain but I think that she likes to equate her situation to Britney's and from the very start none of it is really equal on a very different scale Britney is going through like a bigger crazier thing from the very beginning like yes Jamie Lynn was also like a little child star but like I think you're schedule at Jamie or Jamie 101 at Zoe 101 <laughs> is very different than like Brittany being forced to go on world tours for months and months and months yeah I just think that she doesn't understand that and when she talks about it and she's like well what about me and it's like yes you too but also you do realize we're kind of comparing apples to oranges yeah but it's like I don't know. I feel like people, everyone needed a face to put blame. Like, and she is readily available for everybody to just start hating her because Brittany, like, she never said Jamie Lynn did this to me. I mean, now she's saying all that. Well, yeah, but Jamie kind of put it there, though. Jamie Lynn. Yeah, I guess, I don't know how it all started. So... Jamie Lynn got pissed because Brittany posted something about saying that she wanted to sue her whole family. All of them. Oh, right. And Jamie Lynn was like, what the fuck did I do? And she was like, well, it's just like weird to me that all this time, all these years, you had 13 years and you've said nothing. You've said nothing publicly ever, ever, ever. And now suddenly the Free Britney movement has worked and things are moving in my favor, and suddenly, publicly, it's, I've always supported my sister. I want to help, I want to help, I want to help. Which, that's what this podcast episode did for me. It's like, she was helping. Like, she read the text messages. She was saying the things. She's standing up for Brittany, which is great. But then, like, she should have just shut up. Like, Brittany obviously does have some mental health issues in general, as one would if you were locked in your house for 13 years with, like, limited access to your social media like Brittany has to learn you can't just lash out on social media because millions of people are going to have an opinion and then things will spiral like this yeah so Jamie should have just she should have just she was saying like she's texting Brittany and she's not answering but she should have just continued to reach out to Brittany or Sam or literally anybody on her team like no I need to talk to my sister not put it on Instagram because all that did was make Britney mad and I think that she's justified in feeling like well why were you silent on social media in an interview all this time and now 
my name, Britney Spears, is getting so much attention. And suddenly, Jamie Lynn Spears has a book. And she's on Good Morning America. Yeah. And she's doing Call Her Daddy. And she's doing, like, these YouTuber people. Like, shut up. <laughs> like, you didn't have anything to say before, so why now? Right. I just, that's the part that bugs me. Like, I do feel better after she read the text and I like, kind of told the story a little more clear in that very last chunk. Yeah. And but I liked like, on part two, Alex was like, that was so vague. So can you like do it again? <laughs> like, do you want to go deeper into that? Yeah. And I know that she's probably scared of getting backlash from her sister, but like you did this. Right. And now Brittany has sent her a cease and desist. So she can't talk about it anymore if she wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I you can't really imagine what's going on in somebody's mind, but also we don't know the truth. And I, I, some of the things that Jamie Lynn said, I was like, well, that seems like far fetched, or like you're kind of like oh making it more than it is, or something like that. Yeah, but Which some parts I was said. like, well, I can kind of see that. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, but it's just. Um, the part I think she's leaving out of like why her she's the thing that was bugging me she's like well my relationship with my sister is just like strained or like she blocks me for whatever reason and Brittany posted and was like no you need to be honest you were fucking horrible and you were really hateful towards mom and so Jamie Lynn did did say I was an asshole but then somebody put together all these clips of like Jamie Spears Lynn Spears and Britney Spears from like the 90s Talking about what a terror Jamie Lynn used to be. So I think that part of why their relationship has changed, she's like, oh, well, my sister just, she blocks me and I don't really know why. Well, you probably said something fucking mean. Yeah. And I feel like it probably does stem from, like, she probably did feel like she didn't matter because everything was Britney, Britney, Britney. And she it was very young, so a lot of things she probably didn't yeah. understand and stuff was just happening right in front of her and she had no idea and she couldn't really do anything because she was so young. And yeah. then um what the fuck was I gonna say? How do I start that sentence? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I so I am hoping I'm hoping Oh, and she was probably doing that to like get attention. From anybody, uh, just to like, uh, I'm here too. Yeah. So I'm just gonna be horrible. That's getting attention from people is when I'm horrible, and she's clearly still doing that. But I do feel I know, a little because her tears. Her. No, I do feel. I feel bad for both of them. And what she kind of her ending note was like, "Well, you people have to realize is like when the headlines are gone and there's no more paparazzi and there's no more shows or interviews or like fun clips. This is still my sister." And, like, no matter what, whether it's clickbait to you, whether it's entertaining to you, like, you guys like the shit. So, like, this is my life and I love my sister and, like, we're not speaking. So, I do think that I'm hoping, like, maybe now, like, Brittany has sent a cease and desist. And so, she knows, like, she's, Brittany's obviously watching these episodes of, like, anytime Jamie Lynn's been talking. Brittany's obviously watching. I hope, I want Brittany to go on it. Well, Brittany is in talks now, there's no, like, date or anything, but similar to Megan and Harry sat down with Oprah, and it was, like, a two-day thing, like, a two-hour special. Brittany's going to? Brittany is in talks to be doing a similar sit-down style interview with Oprah. That would be amazing. Yeah. And I think Oprah doing it would be nice because... She seems like a safe... Oprah is, right, she just, Oprah. she feels like, I just want to give her a hug. Yeah. I just want them to be sisters. Yeah. So I mean, hoping... and it seems like they never really were, like, sister-sisters. It was always more like... Yeah. I don't know. Well, that, and oh, I'm so glad you said that, because I actually forgot that was something that I picked. Remember last episode, we were like, oh, I know when the split happened. I know when it died. I know when the split happened. Jamie Lynn is always like, Brittany was like my second mother, my second mother, my second mother. And in Brittany's response to Jamie, she like put this big long like slides and slides and slides worth on Instagram. And one of the things was like, I might have been a second mother to you, but you are a sister to me and I needed you too. Oh. And Jamie Lynn is coming from a space of like, Brittany is a second mother to me. I need her so much. And now she's going through this thing and she is not here for me. And Brittany's like, I just need my sister right now. And, and then Jamie Lynn is just that, like 
no, I need you. And it's like, no, you guys can need each other. He did. She did say that. Um, like when she got sent away when she was pregnant. First of all, I did think that was weird because she was like, if the secret was out. Why couldn't I just come back home? Yeah. But then she said that like she didn't know where she was, but she knows she paid for it. So like, couldn't you just like look up where you were? Even if it was after the fact, whatever. I mean, That's she could, but how rich people buy houses, it might have actually been hard. I oh. learned this when I was doing a weird deep dive trying to figure out the Kardashian home buying situation. Mm-hmm. It's like they buy through a trust because it's the point is so like your fans like or crazy people can't just you. look your name up and find it. So, well, like you could look up Jamie Lynn Spears because, you know, housing is like public record, but it would probably be under some trust and it would be hard to find. So yeah. and if she if it was just her money, but she didn't actually sign the paperwork, you can choose the name could be anything. Mm-hmm. Like if we were very rich and wanted to buy like a secret house, it could be. Snacktopia. It could be Margaret Irene. Like, I could pick anything and just name it. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, so she was like, so I'm over here pregnant. I'm like, I can't believe my sister hasn't reached out to me. And my sister's going through her own thing, and she's there, and it's like, we both needed each other, and no one would let us be there for each other. Yeah. Those were people also wouldn't let them, like, be sisters. Yeah, just, like, be together. the age gap is... Hard because Brittany was living on her own and doing her own thing and like had access to her money so she could just go. But Jamie Lynn was still a minor, so she didn't actually, she wasn't in charge yeah. of her own money. Like, also imagine making millions of dollars, but like you're getting an allowance from your parents, which like yeah. I'm sure is the same thing to do. Like, you don't just let a 16 year old yeah. run around. And with I millions. also thought it was so tacky that she was like, I mean, they were big checks from Zoe 101. Obviously. I think that she's trying to make the point of like, Brittany Britney's fans need to understand that she was not living off of Brit. Yeah. Like, she wasn't living off Britney's checks, which is something I did assume. So I will eat that. Because if you think about it, like... We could seriously go on and on about this. Yeah, we, we gotta have a full episode about it. <laughs> yeah, you guys Talk that are listening, it. if you care to, like, hear more of what we think, because actually we did get a couple DMs of people. I actually had, the day that part one came out, six different people text me, like, did you listen? What are your thoughts? I need you to tell me right now. Like, people... So, if you want to hear more, and we can do, like, a little mini bonus thing, let us know, and we'll do it. But if you don't want it, we won't do it. We'll just drink and talk about it on our own time. Yeah. For free. (laughs) For free. Okay. Should we sin? We should sin. Okay. So, (laughs) this week, we're talking about the seven deadly sins. And every time... What do you think about when you hear the seven deadly sins? What What? do you think about? Like, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? It's probably not anything you wanted me to say, but I watched this girl did a makeup series of, like, each different sin, and it was literally, the thing that comes to mind is she wore this, like, Savage X Fenty lingerie, like, bright red leather moment and did this, like, insane, beautiful, like, with jewels, but, like, not in a tacky way, makeup look. Oh, my God. I was... Wow. Well, I think of that episode of America's Next Top Model. Oh, I also great. that episode. Also great. Also great. For some reason, you just said episode, and I also think of that episode of That's So Raven. <laughs> when their school gets a very unhealthy food court, and so everyone is being gluttonous and eating oh. all the time, and then they're all getting so fat, and Raven's, like, gems on her pants pocket like shoot off <laughs> and she's like oh betrayed by the booty <laughs> okay that too um all right i'll start us off yeah well this yeah yeah okay so it the seven deadly sins came from roman catholic theology um so they are wow i didn't even write all of them but they're pride greed lust envy wrath Gluttony and sloth. and sloth. Okay? And they're basically what it said on this website. Well, so they could be also called the seven cardinal sins or the seven capital sins. And they are vices that make you sin. So they're not, like, oh. the sin itself. It's, like, okay. you, like, lust makes leads to adultery. Or fornication. 
Right. Yes. Fornicators! <laughs> um, I don't know what that says, so okay. My favorite part of recording oh, is yeah. watching the faces you make while you're trying to read your <laughs> own handwriting. Okay, so <laughs> I'll tell you what pride is. I mean, everybody knows what they all are for the most part, but it could also be called vainglory, mm. which literally trans translates to greatness of soul. Um, it's the characteristic of holding a justified high opinion of oneself. And then at this website that I looked up, they had like a quote for every thing. Oh. So this one said, it was pride that changed angels into devils. It is humility that makes men as angels. So like, like the opposite that. of pride, the, the, the virtue would be humility. I like that. Yeah. So, um... What the fuck? Like, why did I write? Why do I write the way that I write? You know, I have literally wondered that since we became friends. <laughs> All right. It's okay. okay. Take your time. Take your time. No, like, that's it. Oh. Do you want me to take Yeah, go. Cool. Okay, so one. one of mine was wrath. The definition of wrath is extreme anger, chiefly used for humorous or rhetorical effect. But. In the sense of the seven deadly sins, it's, like, this extreme anger that, like, causes you to want revenge. Oh, my God. Okay. So, like, you're angry to the point of, like, that person is going to feel my wrath. Like, you're going to use that anger to make someone else suffer. Yeah. Okay, well, that's scary. I think I might be the human embodiment of wrath. Oh, my God. Really? I, yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, we will. And I, like, I was, I didn't mean I'm lazy. I didn't write down. I just took screenshots. I just stuttered so crazy. Screenshots. <laughs> okay, but I was, like, taking the screenshot, and I read it again, and I was, like, hmm. Like, I had a realization. I was, like, damn, am I? Is that me? Am I the drama? Yeah. Um, yeah. That... One specifically reminds me of <laughs> the America's Next Top Model um, episode because the girl who did Wrath, she found out that her best friend from childhood died that day and then she had to be Wrath. So she was actually very angry. So it was a really good picture. And <clears throat> she was a runner-up. She did not win. Tough break. Um, okay, and then greed um, is covetousness. Yeah. You want everything. And the quote for that one was, Earth provides enough to satisfy every man's needs, but not every man's greed. It's the desire for material wealth or gain, ignoring the realm of spiritual. I feel like it's supposed to say spirituality. Then I remember that wasn't me. Like, it said spiritual. And I was like, whatever, I guess that's all right. <laughs> a quote is a quote, so... <laughs> Man. Okay, and then the next one is gluttony, habitual greed or excess. So in the actual definition, like if you look it up in the dictionary, it's like specifically to eating. Mm. But for the seven deadly sins, like you can be gluttonous. For anything. Like in love, in money, like in anything. It's not just food. It is like wanting too much and having yeah. like just too much. Also, I think habitual greed Cause I was like, I feel like, what did you just say? Greed. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, it's like you just want, 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 and nothing right. will satisfy it. And so I was like, I don't understand why there's greed and gluttony. Well, because I think but gluttony, gluttony is, like, I is love it. habitual. Like even when you know, like, I mean, I guess this kind of falls in greed also, but like at a certain point for gluttony, I think, I mean, I am a binge eater sometimes, and so I know it's like. I know I'm full, but, like, I still have feelings to deal with, so I'm going to, like, I'm going to keep eating until I am sick. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's like that. It's like, I know I'm full, I'm satisfied, or my check is, I love the amount of money I make, but I want to get a raise just because I know that I can. It's like that extra, like, I'm going to keep, Yeah. I don't even know what I'm going to do with it, but I'm going to keep, I want more. Yeah. Which I think, to me, gluttony is worse than greed. Yeah, me too. Nate, I don't know actually. Because greed is kind confused. of just like 
Well, greed is just like you want. You want. You're not necessarily like, like you are like going. Gluttony to have. is like you have satisfied the need, and now you are going for extra yeah. greed. Like I am greedy in the sense of like I want twelve boyfriends. I think there is no such thing as enough male attention. I want it all all the time. I don't care if there's a man right here talking to me. I'll probably still text one. Like. That's not necessarily fulfilled because I just, I, I want 12, right. 12 boyfriends. Like I like want you all of the men that I know paying attention to me all the time. I literally don't, I, I, there's not even a man for me to pretend to text. So being greedy, is not really, gluttony would be like, all right, well, I have a I'll boyfriend and yeah. let me do it again and get another one. Like I'm actively getting them. Yeah. Okay. Lust. I loved the quote for this one. It is, each of us is born with a box of matches inside us, but we can't strike them all by ourselves. Ooh. <laughs> Light my fire. Um, so it's inordinate or illicit sexual desire, cravings for the pleasure of the body. What's wrong with that? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> I'm a but I think girl. then, because then it leads to adultery and like cheating yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Lust can really get you into a lot of trouble. Oh, I know. I'm a lusty girl. I'm lusty and busty. Yeah, we are. And trusty. Yeah. We're not cheater girls. Right. Oh, do you have another one? Yeah. There's one more. No. There's two more? One more. I have one more on my list. What is it? Sloth. Yeah. Okay, so when I looked up sloth, you can't just look up a real definition of sloth because it's going to tell you the animals. animals. (laughs) (laughs) So I did find... I just looked up, like, specifically in the realm of seven deadly sins. What does it mean? And the definition of the word sloth, um, translated literally, means, like, without care. So, physically, fundamentally, you are lazy or without care. Like, it's not necessarily just, like, lounging around. It's, like, if you know there's things to get done and you just don't, like, you just have an air of indifference, it says. Wow. Like, you just don't give a fuck. But in, like, like about anything. No. Like, in a detrimental way. Like, you're letting life pass you by. Bills do? Don't care. It's crazy. (laughs) And last but not least, envy. The quote for that was, do not overrate what you have received, nor envy others. He who envies others does not achieve peace. And that's true. That is true. It's the desire for others' traits, status, abilities, or situation. Yeah. I'm made of envy. Me too. So, okay. I think that you... (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. You have agreed. You think? Yeah. Why? And lust with them. Yeah. That's not what I picked for myself. Well, explain yourself. Greed. You, a desire for material wealth or gain. You have that. Okay. Shit. I was like really mentally preparing to argue with you. Like, let's debate. Greed. Greed because she likes brand names. And I put lust because we hoes. (laughs) <laughs> and the occasional ending. Yeah. What'd you put for me? I thought that you were wrath, lust, and envy. Oh my god, I'm not wrath. A little bit, you are. You think? You're so scary. I know, when but you're I'm mad. never gonna cast revenge. No, but your anger and self, like, you don't actually have to seek revenge. Like, you I don't have, have a to- temper, but I, I control it. You just, like, say things in such a way that it's, like, you don't want to feel Maddie's wrath. Like, in the moment when you're mad and you're just, like, I know it's scary because you're, like, a calm mad, but you have, like, this crazy eye thing, and then you do this, what? And it's literally, (laughs) the look in your eye is, like, enough to make me, like, don't piss her off. And that's so Honestly. Wait, you said wrath and what else for me? Lust and envy. I put lust and envy for me, too. Because you... Great qualities to have in a, in a girlfriend. <laughs> <Lust> and... 
But oh, I man. feel like we all dabble a little bit in all of them. And oh, it's all sure. good in moderation, for sure, as for most sure. things are. But I didn't put greed in my list for myself, but I do think that I am made of envy. Like, I didn't one of my friends. Oh, I put the occasional envy. No. I just, like, well, I don't say it out loud because I think admitting out loud that I'm jealous of something is, like, a sign of defeat. Like, if I tell you, like, oh, I'm so jealous of this girl or, like, specifically about a person, like, actually, like, I'll say I'm jealous of, like, random shit. Like, an actual, like, yeah, you will never catch me. Not even to you. Oh, but it's there. And I... This is why I don't know if this is quite what they mean, but I also wrote wrath for myself because my other core personality trait is if you hurt my feelings, I'm going to break yours. Like I, and it's not That's even like definitely wrath. It's not even on purpose. It's just like, yeah, it's just how I'm made. It's horrible. I mean, it's great for me because people don't fuck with me. But also, it's horrible, because some of the stuff I've said to people over the years, I, like, think back or, like, tell the story, and then people are like, oops, I put your hand. Like, I wouldn't say that now, unless you really mean that. But, like, the envy thing, and then it feeds into the wrath thing. Like, instead of just saying, I this girl, how she looks, or whatever, it makes me feel insecure. I will just get everybody around me to not like that person too. And I, this is sick, but I have really crafted, I think I've just done it so much over the years and said, you know what? That girl's really look good looking and I'm feeling a little insecure. Oh my God. Instead of saying that, and the, the classic tell that you are insecure about somebody else's looks, like how you feel about yourself, is to be like, oh my God, well, she's like not even that cute or she's ugly. Yeah. Rookie, like rookie, rookie. I will find a legitimate thing to dislike and just fucking drive that bitch home. And then everyone else is like, yeah, she is annoying, huh? Oh, oh, man. Well, and I also feel like I could be a glutton on the occasional Saturday night with the little booze. Yeah. But I prefer the term lush. <laughs> I just prefer to be called fun. <laughs> and I also feel like, you know, no, I was going to, now that you've explained sloth, I'm not sloth. I thought that I was sloth because I love to do nothing. Right. But I care about a lot of but things. But I care. I don't look like it or show it at all ever. Yeah. But I do. Like, I care too much all the time. Me too. Like, I worked late today, but I feel bad that I was having, like, a meltdown today and just, like, couldn't get my shit together. So I took an extended lunch break. So I was like, I'll just, instead of putting in PTO, I'll just work the extra hours later like it's fine so I worked late I don't owe my boss anything I have worked late I've made up the time I literally already have an alarm set like I'm gonna work tomorrow because I didn't finish like these like two other things oh my god and so like I'm gonna wake up early and I'm gonna do it before we go to brunch and it's like I don't need to do that but I have to otherwise I will have crippling anxiety all day I will like vomit about it if I don't do it I have to wake up early and do it so I can't, I can't be sloth because I care. No, yeah. Obviously I care, you know? Mm-hmm. Otherwise I would have been like, no, I'm taking extended lunch and also she's not going to know if I don't work. Yeah. Well, that was fun. You know, yeah. we, we like to do the occasional um, education podcasting. So just now me. you know and <laughs> to let us know what you are. Let us know yeah. what you think we are. That'd be yeah. fun. Unless it's going to hurt our feelings and then yes. you will Say feel our wrath. Just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, actually, don't tell me what you think about me, because I don't care. Um, Hashtag sloth. But I do think, like, a little pride is fine. A little lust is yeah. good. I, I don't think, I don't think you need to be, well, greedy in terms of, like, you want more for yourself Yeah, in life, not, like... Greedy is fine as long as you're not hurting anybody else. Right. Yeah, and that could be for all of them. There we go. Ding! I mean, wrath, obviously, is not No. Good. No wrath. You, yes, you do. Why? Do you want people to walk all over you? No. You want them to know. I think a little bit of wrath is good. Just, like, spark a little bit of fear. Like, yeah. I'm, I gotta tone mine down. I gotta tone mine down. Because I'm committing crimes with my mouth over here. But I think just a little bit so that you get the sign out there to, like, anybody, like, a partner, a co-worker, 
an overzealous boss, a shitty ex-boyfriend, a random bitch at the bar who thinks she's going to be mean to you. You need them to understand, like, not this one, not me. We don't want to feel this wrath. Yeah. But, like, maybe not so. Like, let's not get to the revenge part. I got to Yeah. All right. We didn't have Bachelor this week, thank God. Thank but we God. did have something else just as terrible. We did a juice <laughs> cleanse. So we're just going to, we just did a three-day juice cleanse. And I did it to jumpstart healthy eating habits and to realize that at the first sign of hunger, I don't have to stuff my face. <laughs> like, I can be hungry and then have lunch, like, when the hunger grows a little bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, I think it did that for me. Why did you do it? Because you asked me to. You could have said no. You could have gone home. You should have thought twice before you let it all go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I did it, one, because you asked me, did I want to do it with you? And I was like, well, duh, because I don't want to be left out. <laughs> duh. But also, I did it just to see. I did it, one, I did it just to see if I could do it. I did it to see a you few things. You gotta challenge yourself every I time. have a history of disordered eating, and so I was just curious if this was something I could do in the sense of, like, I am an emotional binge eater, and, like, I deal with a lot of stress with work, so I tend to, like, eat nothing for, like, two whole days, and then I'll have a bad day at work, and then I'll eat literally until I'm ill. I will vomit all night long and then do it again. I have a weird food cycle. It hasn't been that bad lately, like, just, um, you know, doing some things with my doctor to, like, fix that. So I just was curious, like, would I be able to have the discipline to, like, you cannot do that today. You're doing a juice cleanse. And I did it. I didn't cheat ever. I really. I mean, we did put seasonings on our vegetables. Yeah, but not in the sense so that, bad. like, that second night, I called my grandma and was like, my roommate wasn't home. I was home alone. I didn't want to drive back out to the suburbs. And I was like, I am really, really struggling. Like, I really. Yeah, I could have, but I just, I don't oh, know. Oh, no, we were supposed to hang out, but then we were both like, no, because I was Oh, yeah, I was mean. such a bitch. <laughs> oh, I was such a hungry bitch. <laughs> but I was like, I'm really struggling because nobody's here, and I'm in such a bad, bad mood. Notice, not hungry, I'm in such a bad, bad mood. And I just was, like, scrolling through Uber Eats, like, I just get something, and I just won't tell anybody. And I was like, no, but you will know, and then you'll be upset. And so I, like, had it an emotional moment and I didn't need a snack or wine or something Good. to like get through it. And so I think that was growth. really a moment of hashtag growth for me. Cause I was great. like, now I feel like, I don't know that I'll do a juice cleanse again. Just cause I feel like for me in my like getting better phase of life, like, I don't know that feeling hungry and then telling myself, no, you can't eat, you can't eat. Like, maybe that's going to kick me back to some bad habits. So I probably mm -hmm. won't make juice cleanses like a regular habit. But I think like a once a year at the beginning of the year just to restart. Yeah. Like, now I'm reminded, like, you do have the ability Especially to be Especially like after the holidays, yeah. Especially after, I think, I starting at my birthday... Um, I just <laughs> never got it back. I'm not oh kidding. My For my birthday, I, well, we started celebrating my birthday early, and we were just, like, going out to dinner, 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 dinner. I've celebrated my birthday, I think, every single weekend of September. And then it was like, all right, now it's Halloween time, so I'm going to be having candy and going to parties, and then it's Thanksgiving, and then it just, you know, it really snowballed. Yeah. But now I'm reminded, like, like you said, at the first sign of a bad feeling, I don't have to eat something. Like, whoa. Yeah. But also, you can wake up and have a meal, and you don't have to have six snacks before lunch. Like, working from home, I nibble all day long. All day. Well, and now I feel like you can, yeah. I'm on a good path right now. Yeah. Um, I was hungry the most the first day at lunch, and then day three breakfast. Those are the only times that I was like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. And I really, we, well, I 
didn't even realize at the time, but I picked the perfect time to do the cleanse because I got to sleep in every day because I worked mm. like Tuesday didn't start till three and Wednesday didn't start till 10. So like I slept until 830. So I was like, okay. And I was like running errands. So I was just drinking the juice in the car, like listening to music. So it wasn't like I was like yeah. doing something that I didn't want to do and also like drinking something I didn't want to drink. Yeah. And cool. I found it easier to drink the juices when I was like having cucumbers or almonds. Yeah, I was doing like have a juice and nothing, and then the next juice, have a juice, and then like I don't know why, but I was on this little schedule of like I just like could not be in my kitchen. I was like, you will eat something, get out of there. So I would get a juice, go sit on the couch, do my work, or I would like sit at my desk and do my work, like just not the kitchen. And then when I would put the juice in the recycle bin, I get a new juice. And when I go back, I'll get a little uh, cup of almonds. And you're getting some... So then it was like, you know, it was like a little, like, every time I left the kitchen, I had something. Yeah. I feel like that helped. I probably will never eat a cucumber again for six months. Oh, my God. Well, because I learned, I think I have a slight, not allergy. I forgot. Did we talk about this? I ate, like, quite a few handfuls of almonds. Because I was not hungry during the day because, as I mentioned, I have horrible eating habits. I usually don't eat ever until, like, 3 p.m. Anyway, I eat breakfast and I don't eat again until I'm, like, done with work, basically. But I was, before bed is what was so hard for me because I feel like that's when I would stop and be like, oh, bitch, you haven't eaten today. I'm fucking hungry. So I would just be slamming, like, handfuls of nuts mm-hmm. just so yeah. I wouldn't, like, I was like, just having, go to fucking bed. I woke up and I literally think my throat was closing. I was so like, it was so scratchy and painful. And I was like, I can't have COVID. I haven't left the house in days. Like when would I have been exposed? Like I was literally doing that. I was chugging water and it was not feeling any better. So then for the last two days, I was too scared to eat almonds. Cause then I did eat them again, like day two, like lunchtime. And it started doing it again. So obviously it's in like large amounts. Yeah. In large amounts, they hurt my stomach. So I was just, like, really slamming. Because I learned I hate celery. Oh, yeah. The celery is hard to choke down. It's gross. And and they say you're supposed to drink a ton of water. I probably drank no water. None! Except when I did But I felt so hydrated. I did, too. And, like, my skin was feeling nice. And I found once we started adding seasonings to our vegetables, then I was like, well, now I'm thirsty for water. Yeah, like when I but the, I didn't drink enough water. I think that was like maybe night two. I started putting a little bit of tahini on my cucumber, which actually delicious snack. I think I will have a cucumber aversion for probably at least six months. Wow! Oh my god! Well, because I wasn't eating the celery and I was too scared to eat the almonds. So for <laughs> that last whole day, that like night two and all of day three, all I ate, I ate two large cucumbers. Two whole cucumbers. And I was like, yesterday we had that margarita and there was like a jalapeno slice and then a slice of cucumber. And that first sip, I was like, ew. So your least favorite was the beads. I will never. Also, I did not drink all seven. Oh, I did. I was like, oh my God. I think I didn't finish that watermelon one like day one. Me too. I dumped it out and then... I worked until 10.15, so I, I mean, I thought I was only working till like, 8. Like, 10 p.m.? Yeah, so then I was like, well, I'm only going to pack this many juices. So then I was like, and then I'll have the seventh one when I get home. Yeah. But then I didn't, because I didn't get home till 10.15, and then the third day, I didn't want the last one. I took a couple sips. Um, my favorite, wait, my least favorite was the grapefruit one. I didn't like the beet one either. Or the watermelon. You would but rather I, drink that beet one? It was good when I was eating it with roasted almonds. Disgusting. I like beets, but there was a weird earthy taste to it that I didn't It's because like. it had carrots in it, I think. I think. Oh, the, and that's probably why I didn't like the grapefruit carrot one either. I think <laughs> the carrot is what fucks it up. I didn't like the grapefruit carrot one either. But that, that one was the hardest for me to get. That around. beet juice was a special level of hell for me. Oh Literally. God. I started playing a game with myself. How many sips, like gulps, could I take before I actually started tasting it? 
and then I would take a break and like drink it again later on because uh, what was your favorite okay in general like overall actual favorite it was the pineapple orange ginger I like that one too I could drink that every single morning oh my god it was so good but it was very very acidic so I yeah. don't think I, I actually could those little things in my yeah because it was a lot yeah if that was like the like a, a shooter yeah I would do that because like you know ginger shots are gross but like this I feel like yeah the pineapple really overtook the ginger, so who cares? Yeah. But, like, my actual, like, to buy a juice and, like, keep it in the house, I would do Invincibility. Me too! <laughs> I liked the green ones. For I everyone. I the spinach the, one the worst. I mean, the, the mint. of the green ones. Yeah, the mint is what threw it off for me, that one. Yeah. and then But was, this one is kale, apple, kiwi, lemon, and it was really I, good. That was really good. But we did it. We survived. Yeah. I also think that you are only supposed to have, like, the almonds and celery and cucumbers, like, if you must. But I oh, was, like, I was, I like, must. having them. I must. <laughs> my strategy was, like, just not to let myself get too hungry. So I was having them, like, often. Yeah. Not like, oh, I'm hungry, have one. I was waiting pretty far in the day, but. Yeah. Well, whatever. She should have made the rules but, more clear. Yeah. We did it. And. We can do it. We did it, and we can and do we it. we can do it. Um, well, also, we'll be back. big lesson. We can do hard things. We can do hard things. We will be back to our regularly scheduled live tweeting of The Bachelor of Monday. Dan <laughs> is a makeout whore. He is, but, like, so am I. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter at snacks underscore in the city. You can follow us on Instagram at underscore snacks in the city. You can listen to our podcast anywhere the podcast can be found. And you can follow us. You can find our link tree. Yeah. On our Instagram, which is again at underscore snacks in the city. And our personal handles on all platforms are at Maddie Grissetto and at Brianna underscore Irene. And with that, snacks out.